with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Oh, yes. Welcome to After 9. Uh, this is my last uh, After 9. I'm filling in for Trudy Clausen. Did I get that right, Reg? All right. The first time. I think I've screwed it up every time I said it. Uh, today, I'm kind of excited because um, maybe in the Halloween theme, I don't know, I have with me the guests Emma Jade Berry and Robin Bradley from the Coven House. Now, I'm not sure people uh, know that the Coven House exists. You've been there for almost a year. I guess your anniversary is coming up. Very soon, yeah. So, Welcome. Thank you. Um, I want to talk about the Coven House. I want to talk about what you do. I want to talk about your philosophies and all that stuff. But first, I kind of want to talk about you. So maybe we start with Robin. Can you tell a little bit about yourself, uh, how you grew up, and how you got into what you're doing now? Oh, wow. That is a... Well, that is a tough question. Um, it's just kind of always been part of my life. I got my first deck of cards from my great-grandmother when I was 12. Started playing with those. Started just getting in tuned with everything. Um, patterns. Patterns is a big one. Um, yeah, and just me and Emma, we got together. I had her build me a witch kit with all the herbs and all the crystals, decks, journals, books, everything was awesome. And I looked at that because I've always been one hell of a businesswoman. Okay. And I looked at that and I said, you know what? I could sell that. <laughs> yeah, well, because all the stuff I had to source from her for her was like from out of town and sure. like from different different places. And we were talking sort of about how we don't have a store that we can just shop at. And Robin's like, well, let's start our own. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what a good idea. Ha ha. You know, I'm a few glasses of wine in. And the next day she, you know, comes over and she's got pamphlets of all these business commercial properties for rent. And she's like, what about this one? What about this one? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, our witch store. And I was like, oh, okay, we're we're doing this then. Right. I wanted to so, clarify that you are talking about the Coven House yes. is... Well, I don't want to call it a witch store. Maybe it's a Wicca supply store. It's a witchcraft Definitely. supply store, <clears throat> really. Right. Yeah, but we've got lots of lots of stuff there. Oh, definitely. Tons of different stuff for all different paths, right? Right, and we'll, go, we'll kind of get into yeah, the services sorry. too. Uh, and Robin, are you uh, homegrown or are you from? I am town? actually. I was born in Hazelton, from Montreal. Been here for about two, twelve, thirteen years now. And then, um, yeah, no, I met Emma through friends and. That's how uh, that's how we came together. But when you're a witch, it's really hard to find other witch people. You know sure. what I mean? It's hard to find like a coven. So that's why mm-hmm. we named it the Coven House. So then everybody that had like the same kind of interest could come there, like a coven, and be type part deal. of it, yeah, and be totally. part of it. Yeah, right. I mean, and there are these stereotypes, and I think there's an image of Wicca or witches and evil and devil and Satan and all that. And I have for a friend of mine that she's identifies as a witch. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. Uh, it is, don't worry. Okay. And, uh, I'd, you know, in my understanding, which is limited, it's really the complete opposite. It's, 100%. I mean, yeah. I think maybe you could explain to the... the well, actually, we're going to ask uh, Emma Jane Berry first we got about how you got into this and, and a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I I have been seeing spirits since I was young. Uh, my mom actually has some wild stories if she were here. Um, so I've sort of always had a connection to that sort of 
part of spirituality. Okay. Um, and then I started reading cards and just found I was really good at it. Uh, and been practicing witchcraft in subtle ways for as long as I can remember. And as I got older, I just learned more and more. And to a point I was actually, before Robin and I started this business, I had like a little side hustle thing called Lunar Berrywood where I did tarot readings and made special spell kits for people and stuff like that. Um, but, but yeah, I've just been in it for as long as I can remember. And so when Robin presented the opportunity to make her that witch kit and then sort of that sort of was the point where the ball got rolling really right and from there that's how we we got the store and yeah and i'm from prince george i've been here for god like 15 years now i was originally from vancouver and yeah oh, okay so it sounds to me when it comes to wicca or it comes to witchcraft it's not like joining the boy scouts or or or, or the elks club it sounds more like a calling that it is something that it's it's already in you and it's just something that needs to be explored well no it's naturally in all of us okay but it's just after all these years society and media and everything has made it so like instead of like our natural intuitions and us listening to that that we just like chalk it up as deja vu which is just French for already seen. These right. are messages that are constantly coming to us through the universe, like in patterns, through music, through so many different things that we all just choose to ignore because, like, oh, there's no way, or coincidence. We always chalk it up to coincidences. Right. Yeah. Well, and But it's not. It's, we all have that inside of us. We all have that ability. Okay. It's like detectives say there's no such thing as coincidence. Yeah. yeah. There really, really isn't. So um, maybe give us a little outline on... The um, um, philosophy of Wicca. Well, there's we don't have the paper in front of us, but there's like the thirteen creeds of Wicca, and there is. I want to sort of elaborate on this first. Is there is a difference between witchcraft and Wicca? Okay. So Wicca itself is um, is more of a religion based. Um, sort of practice. Not all who practice Wicca are witches, so they don't all des- necessarily take part in the craft. And not all witches are Wiccan, okay. right? So you can be a practicing witch, meaning you do spell work, you do that sort of thing, you do rituals and whatnot. Whereas um, Wicca, it follows a bit more of a structured celebrations and okay. stuff like that. I personally, I just identify as a witch. I take part in some Wiccan celebrations, but I mostly identify as a witch, whereas Robin identifies more as a Wiccan. And so she has that different connection. Um, not to say hers is greater or mine is greater. It's just different. Different, of course. And so, yeah, it's just important to know that there are two different sort of... Sure. Things. Okay. So we, as a store, really focus on the witchcraft aspect of things as opposed to um, Wiccan celebrations, right? We want to be involved in those, and as as we grow, that's our plan. Right. But right now, we're just sort of about the witchcraft and introducing Wicca as opposed to being all of it right now, right? Okay. And there's so many different types of witches, too, that it's like we try to customize to everybody the best that we can. So we have, like, crystal witch, we have herb witches, we have druids, we have, you know, dark witches, we have lots of different types of people that come in, but we also have boundaries as well, too. So people that want to practice the dark arts, we We highly, highly 
discourage them to like go a different route just because we do believe that whatever negativity you put out you get back three times right yeah. right and again with my limited knowledge um, Wicca um, celebrates nature mm-hmm. yes. and that kind of direct connection that we have with na- with nature yes um, so, uh, you, the population of Prince George, is there a large population that... Larger than you would think, actually. Well, that's what I'm asking. I mean, what's... We have a lot of people that come through the doors that some some of the people you look at and you're like, there's no way they'd be interested in this. And they come in and they have stories to tell and, you know, experiences that they've had. And you don't have to be dressed in all black like I am to right. be a witch, you know what I mean? You can be you can look like the average Joe on the street you sure. know, we we get all kinds of people come in um, so the the population of Prince George that has come into our store is actually larger than I think we even anticipated Well, and it's nice too because a lot of people that we deal with we deal with a lot of people that have experienced like a lot of trauma that don't know how to cope with it themselves. So through that, we try to help them with like sigil candles or finding a different alternative route. And we've made such a difference. Yeah, it's been been wonderful. There's definitely been a lot of people who've come back and said like this changed my life and like this helped so much and well and even a lot of our regulars too just the transformation that we've been able to see just over the weeks yeah. over the couple months that we've been open almost a year now i guess yeah <laughs> it's been more than a couple months yeah, yeah. time flies when you're having fun or stressed sure out yeah <laughs> both yeah i think you i think you december 17th you opened yeah yes. so yeah, you're, you're coming opening. on your first year anniversary yeah so what's the most popular thing that people come into your business for is it reading the Honestly, cards? Honestly, a lot crystals? of people come in just to talk. Okay. Yep. Um, that's a huge thing that I've noticed in the stores. People will come in and make small purchases, um, but want to talk and want to share their experiences because they're, you know, I've heard the amount of times I heard, well, this isn't going to sound crazy to you guys <laughs> is like, I can't count how many times I've heard that. You know what I mean? People know that we're a safe space. Right. So they just come to us and we love it. We love being a safe place for for people because that's what what we wanted. That's the stuff we wanted as we were growing up dealing with this. Like if I had had a store that I could go to and just talk with like the owners and stuff like that, oh my gosh, like that would have been amazing. So that's a big thing. Um as far as like products that people buy, people love picking up little crystals that we have, right. um books, tarot decks. It's it varies. It depends on what people are into, right? And right. I like to say that we have a very charged space, so it's like you can feel it. You can feel the positive energy when you walk in. You can, between the smells and the crystals and the herbs, the books and all the information and just, like, how great the energy is, you walk in and it's like, I've had so many people say that I just feel better just being here. Wow. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's interesting. If you haven't visited the Coven House, you should. When I was there, I, what I what struck me is it reminded me of the old apothecary. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Apothecary. Thank you. Um, with all the jars of all the different uh, products and whatnot, and we I have I, tons of herbs. Like our herb yeah. collection, when we first opened, we had what twenty herbs. Yeah, and now crazy. we have like ninety different herbs. Wow. We even have some that like we have customers sign a waiver for uh, because they're. A little dangerous, so oh, we, we have waivers for them. Okay. 
So, yeah, it's grown quite a bit. Okay. Ritual purposes. Ritual purposes. Only. Emma. Ritual purposes. Yes. <laughs> now, do you, now, I'm, I'm, speaking of rituals, do you do rituals? Do you, are, is there a tr- some sort of training that you can do for people? No. or? Not a training. We have, you know, that's one thing I, I always encourage people who are new, newly exploring witchcraft or Wicca to read up um, and and learn as much as you can. And just like I'm constantly, I have so many books I'm constantly reading um, to to further my knowledge. Right. Right. Um, and so we have people who we do have people who come in and say, oh, I want to spell for this. And sometimes we'll accommodate that. But oftentimes if they're wanting to do it on their own, it's very much a, OK, well, here's a good book to, to sort of learn about stuff first and then go from there and see what you're interested in. There's no specific training. I mean, there's I've seen online you can go to like Witches Academy or something like that. But <laughs> we didn't we don't have certificates in this. We just have a lot of experience. And that's what we like to share with people. Okay, I, we're going to go to a quick break, I think. And uh, when we... Do we? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. I was... I was never mind. Uh, so I, now that we're dealing with that topic of, of um, um, potions and um, kits, and can you give me maybe a little insight into... For example, what's a, what's a, one of the most popular things that people come in and they say, I need a kit for... Well, we get a lot of, like, self-love stuff. Um, so, as far as, like, the kits and whatnot goes, Robin and Mel, our piercer, who also works front desk, she, the two of them will sit down at the front desk and make up spells all day. They'll do, like, there's a whole wall of spells ready to be picked up. Okay. Um, I do the custom work. So, if somebody has, like, a custom request... Um, for like a bath ritual or a essential oil blend um, or like a floor sweep, something like that, then I create a custom spell for them for their special purposes. Um, So we get varying different degrees. We get a lot of... um, The big one is, like I said, self-love. People definitely draw towards that a lot of anti-anxiety i would say hey tons, tons. and and like confidence confidence spells are pretty common and one of my favorites to create is um either our intention necklaces which are just are you wearing yours right now no no you're not but they're just little jar they're basically little jar spells that are tiny little jars that i have to use tweezers to put the herbs and crystals All in right. and um, they're really small but they're really beautiful i love those and then bath rituals are super popular so it's just like a bath soak that i created okay. with like epsom salts and stuff like that and then i put in different essential oils and different herbs and then you know tell people to they can use it a couple times cuz it's pretty big jars and just have a bath and feel the self-love wash over you or whatever the intention is, right? And, yeah, so people people love those. And I'm so happy that we can offer those to people who aren't as experienced and don't want to purchase all the herbs we have in the store in order to make this one spell, right? right. So, so that's one thing we get quite a bit. Uh, we've seen an increase in house calls yes, lately. Yes, big time. Big time. H- house calls. Yeah, so so that's always a fun one. Um, we've definitely been to some properties where there's been some negative spirits, and we've had to do some cleansing for our clients. Okay. Um, so Robin and I like to do that and just help people out with 
the negative spirits in their space, and it nothing seems crazy to us, right? Sure. So. Well, I mean, uh, part of what you do, or part of your interest, is in that spiritual world. That there is our our um, apparent physical world, but there is also a supernatural world as well. Absolutely. It was never not there, though. We just didn't look. We weren't looking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's. I mean, and even science kind of um, supports that in that there are different dimensions. Hundred percent. I mean, we, we won't get into two dimension and three dimension and then fourth dimension. I mean, you wouldn't even see the fourth dimension. No. In me, the same way, two dimension wouldn't see a third dimension. So, me being a Wicca, I would trust the the opinion of an animal or a child over a person anytime because that's where they have the most. Like, they don't. They're not so blinded by everything. They're still innocent. So and they like, still have that connection, they right? Still, yeah. They still have that connection. That's why you see, like, dogs will be... I mean, that one house call we had where the dog wouldn't go in the one room. Yeah, not like, wouldn't until, go past a certain threshold. Not until we walked past yeah. it. Yeah. And then the dog was there. And but then, wrapped around us the whole time. Yeah. Like, but that's the scared. thing. is like, animals and young kids... I mean, I swear my daughter has seen my late mother-in-law multiple times because she'll point to the wall and say, Nana Tana. And, like, it's not, like... That's someone she knows that she's ever met, right? Right. So kids and and animals just have a stronger connection to that world than we do. And that's why as adults, we, for Robin and I and other people who take their spirituality that way, they more, they're more connected because we haven't let go of that part of ourselves yet. Whereas the average person sort of closes themselves up over time. And why? Just... That's what people do. Drama experiences that we go through usually starts with childhood. Um, I've seen lots of people come in and it's like they were beaten as a child sure. and then it went on into their their adult life and you know like they're still trying to cope with their their in like them themselves like and in all their experiences just, just grow out of it too yeah. right like yeah. i mean you block it out you get, like you block it out on purpose like robin said with trauma or you just or we get distracted with the rat race, too. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to it now and go to a break. And we'll be back. Uh, again, I want to talk about the holistic side of, of witchcraft and uh, Wicca. Perfect. Okay. If you enjoy music from way back in the 50s and 60s, like old-time rock and roll, doo-wop, and pop songs, join me, Eric Bennett, Saturdays from 4 to 6, and now is Wayback Radio, where I play the music you enjoy from yesteryears. And join me again on Sundays from 3 to 5 for The Coffee House, as I bring you an eclectic musical mix of folk genre artists and songwriters from past and present. I'll be glad to have you listening along for both shows, and it's only here on CFIS. Hi, I'm Trudy Clausen. On October 15th, you have a chance to elect a new mayor and council for Prince George. Let's build a thriving city where business and industry growth has support at City Hall. Economic development in our community must come from all sectors to create the tax base we need for the services and benefits you want without another tax increase. On October 15th, vote for me, Trudy Clausen, for Prince George City Council. This message authorized by financial agent Trudy Clausen. Is your small business ready to meet the economic challenges ahead? Do you have a clear vision to move your nonprofit forward? We can help. Hi, it's Norm Adams here from Pivot Leader, inviting you to join Dave Fuller and I December the 14th for our fifth annual Strategic Planning Day. If you're a small business or nonprofit leader, join us Wednesday, December 14th at the Prince George Golf and Curling Club for our fifth annual Strategic Planning Day. For more details, visit us at pivotleader.com. 
We look forward to seeing you then. Forecast from Environment Canada, mainly sunny today, hazy this afternoon and a high of 19. Tonight, a few clouds, hazy this evening, a fog patches overnight and a low of 3, sunny on Friday and a high of 20. Thank you for tuning in and staying tuned to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Uh, we are with Emma Jade Barry and Robin Bradley, co-owners of The Coven House. This is really quite fascinating, and I'm really um, interested in that um, holistic side. Now, you talked about um, people coming in for uh, spells and potions. and Well, I actually never talked much about potions. Do you do potions, well, or is that a stereotype? That's kind of a, just a stereotype. I mean, potions, like teas and stuff like that could be considered potions. Unfortunately, our food, while food great, quality is not meant for consumption it's meant for like curio product okay basically for spell work for ritual purposes i see um but potions would be something like a tea or or an alcoholic beverage that you have infused with the properties of the herbs and whatnot or a freezer spell right <laughs> freezer spell yeah yeah freezer spell and as we we're talking you um you said that a, a number of people will come in um dealing with anxiety and whatnot do they also come in looking for you know just physical remedies yeah so i have um robin and i share a studio in the coven house um she does uh sigil candles through feathered intentions and I have a secondary business called Nocturnal Wellness, where I actually do energy massages and Reiki, uh, as well as tarot reading. So I do have people come in for um, the physical stuff as as far as massage, I guess. Uh, Reiki is kind of physical in regards that I like touch yeah. people, but it's more of an energetic cleansing, right? Right. right. Um, but yeah, so so for that physical, I would say mostly massage. Can you maybe elaborate a little bit on the nocturnal wellness? Yeah, uh, nocturnal wellness is sort of just like the upgraded version of my lunar berry wood. So I'm doing, like I said before, the custom spell work. Um, I do a lot of tarot readings, which is super fun. I absolutely love doing tarot readings for people. And I do Reiki and, like I said, energy massage. I'm hoping soon I'll finish my courses with acupressure and cupping as well. So I'll be offering those very soon, too. Okay, and so what is the what's what would be the benefit for me to be? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with Reiki. Again, I have a friend of mine that she does Reiki. But um, the, for example, the sigil candles under feathered intentions. It's, yes. it's got a great term. Yeah, it's a great name. But what does it do? So pretty much what I do is I sit down with the person and we build a positive present tense affirmation. So that means it's a sentence that we write down. So every time you light that candle, that's the intention we put out. So with trauma, you would be like to circumpast the trauma or you know for if you want self-love then it's it's i love myself i love myself it's all based off a customized like we are building a candle customized directly for that person right down to the crystal chips the glitter we carve the sigil in the side of the candle and i will also further go in about sigils as well too at a later time but 
we carve that on the candle with anointed oils and stuff like that. So every time you light that candle, that's the intention that it's releasing. Okay. And then and her candles are gorgeous. They have like the bottom layer has the crystal chips, and then the candle has the in the sigil, which is the intention right in it, and it's all glittery. And then there's herbs all over the candle, and yeah, the candles she makes are just stunning. Is there a scent to them at all? No, okay. not really. No. I mean, I guess the anointing yeah. oil kind of has a scent, but yeah. I wouldn't say it's like scented candles. I, uh, and then also, too, it's neat to see the patterns, how the candles burn, too, because even the yes. burning of the candle sends a message. Like, okay. the swirls on the, the sides of the glass, if it's swirled up like that, it means that it's not quite done yet, and you should do another candle just to kind of keep that going, like it needs a second candle. Um, I've had candles where it's like, you've lit it, and like the seven-day pillar candle with thick glass will snap in half. Yeah. Like, it, as if it's not meant to, I've had wicks tie knots on me before because it did not want to release that intention, wasn't ready. So then did another sigil candle with the same person, but just in, like, taking it at a different approach and then taking steps from there. So candle magic is huge in the Wiccan world, huge. It sends so, it's so, especially if you're educated with it and you kind of, this is why we say read books, right? Like, yes, yeah. of course. Educate, right? Yes, of course. So it's like each candle will not only send a message when it's being made, but it'll send a message when it's being burned, too. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. flames, too. The flames will tell you if high flames, small flames. Yeah. Okay. It sounds kind of a variation of tea, tea, reading tea leaves. Exactly. There's, there's, well, everything, everything in our world has a correspondence. And that's a big thing is because one thing that people often say with witchcraft is oh intention is everything and that's true to a degree but um but there's like correspondences to the herbs we use to the crystals we use to the glitter she uses and not just in in sigil candles but in everything just in the way you stir your tea you know if you stir it cow Oh, I always get them confused. Clockwise is to bring things in. Counterclockwise is to let things go. I think. Don't quote me on that. Um, but there's intention behind everything sure. that you do. So you're not going to do a freezer spell and include rose petals in it. No. You know what I mean? Because rose petals are symbolizing love and stuff like that. Whereas a freezer spell is basically to shut someone up. Uh, oh. So you... <laughs> oh, I might need one of those. Is okay. <laughs> They're easy to I'll do. Ta- We've I'll got talk to you after the show. <laughs> but uh, but no. So so you want to use co- proper corresponding things to what your intention is, sure. right? Hundred percent. Um, so that's why, again, Robin, like Robin said, is educate like educating yourself is so important because those correspondences mean something, and you could unknowingly be stopping yourself from your own manifestations just by not. Do, not doing what you should be doing. Not necessarily what you should be doing, but doing things the right way. Right. Day. Is there an order and a process? I'm thinking when it comes to spells or when it comes to these kits. Is there a, a, a process, a, an order that things need to be done? I mean, you definitely... It depends on the, the level of spell. Like, so for a bath ritual, not necessarily. You want to envision that you know, you're know you in a safe space and stuff like that. If you're casting an actual spell... Uh, of some sort, like doing like a jar spell or something like that. You want to cast a circle first, and we explain to clients how to do that. Um, you definitely want to make sure you're cleansed. Cleansing and protection and banishing are such big things in our store. Um, 
because people often want to get rid of negative energy. So we do the banishing and then the protection from that negative energy and the cleansing of that space, right? Or of them themselves. So those, there's no real order per se in, in how to do that, but we, we go by case by case. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, to put things in perspective when it comes to Wicca or witchcraft, is to try to remove that stereotype of that dark, evil side and to really focus it on a alternate healing and a holistic medicine. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's definitely, don't get me wrong, we've had clients in the past who really want help with us, like, getting, doing something negative. Okay. And we just... Discourage sort of, that. <clears throat> we discourage that. Agreed. But yeah. also, everybody does a ritual at least once a year on their birthday. When you blow out your candle, you're making a positive intention, and you're putting it out to the universe by blowing out that candle in hopes that your birthday wish comes true. That's, yeah. uh, that's a good so point. So everybody does a ritual once a year, but it's just norm for us. Same thing when you spill salt or when you spill pepper, you're supposed to throw salt over your shoulder. Salt. Salt. You salt. You throw it salt. over your shoulder. Wait, you throw it over your shoulder, and that's supposed to be a sign of protection as well too there's all these little things that are incorporated in our lives that we just do because that's what we know but we can't explain yeah right well i mean the sigil candles i mean i my background is in psychology and that's that is a, just another form of positive reinforcement absolutely and using manifesting it in a physical way which is i mean um because we know there are different learning uh the different ways people learn uh that is a hands-on um, way of learning positive reinforcement. 100%. Yeah. All right. We just need to go to another break and we'll be back with Emma Jane, Emma Jade, I'm sorry, Barry and Robin Bradley. Studio Fair 2022 is November 4th to 6th in Prince George. The 46th edition of Northern BC's finest professional artisan fair will feature over 200 local, provincial, and national artisans. Vendors will be offering an incredible assortment of quality Canadian handmade goods to choose from, including the best in gourmet spirits, tableware, pottery, textiles, glassware, metalwork, art, and much, much more. Mark it on your calendar, Friday, November 4th through Sunday, November 6th, for Studio Fair 2022. Take part in the Great British Columbia Shakeout on October 20th. It's an annual opportunity to practice how to be safer during big earthquakes. Drop, cover, and hold on. The Shakeout has been organized to encourage you, your community, your school, or your organization to review and update emergency preparedness plans and supplies, and to secure your space in order to prevent damage and injuries. Get more information and register today by visiting shakeoutbc.ca. Eligible charities can still apply for up to $10,000 during the Prince George Community Foundation's semi-annual grant intake. Application for grants of $10,000 or less will be accepted through Saturday, October 15th. Charities wanting to apply for these funds only need to complete an application form. Full details are available online at pgcf.ca. It's the semi-annual intake for Prince George Community Foundation grants. Application deadline is Saturday, October 15th. The BC Schizophrenia Society is seeking voices of family members and people living with schizophrenia for the next season of the Look Again Mental Illness podcast. Thoughts, experiences, and opinions will be shared on a panel with preference given to people with lived experience and family members who are BIPOC. To take part, contact the Society by emailing communications at bcss.org and include a little information about yourself, what your experience is relating to schizophrenia, and your availability. 
This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. All right, we are here with Emma Jade Berry and Robin Bradley from the Coven House. Now, we're going to get into some of the other um, activities that happened there, but I really wanted to refocus again on the sigil candle and what the sigil is. Okay, so like I was saying before, we're making a a positive present tense affirmation. And what we do is we go through, we remove the vowels, and then we have a chart. And the double letters. And we have a chart that we verify, like we go off of. And so off this chart, we construct like a numeric number off this um, sentence. We're making this numeric uh, number. And then with your subconscious, you're putting um, one to nine in like a carousel type thing. And then what you're doing with the pencil is you're following exactly those numbers in the numeric pattern with your pencil without lifting it. And whatever picture that those numbers design is the sigil that goes on the side of the candle. Oh. Yes. Now, there's a lot of other ways to do sigil candles, but that's the way that that we find works best. Robin's had tons of success with her candles. And, yeah, just creating the... in a number wheel, I guess yeah, we would say. it's like a number wheel. Like and you carousel. just draw from number to number, and the numbers are all associated with the letters, and then it creates a beautiful symbol, and so Robin then carves it into the candle, anoints it with the oil, and then puts the beautiful glitter, glitter on. The herbs I see. The so I, I would just write a sentence uh, such as, I hope that my boss disappears into the ether. No, and you would say something like, my do- boss di- has disappeared into the ether. Oh, okay. And so then it's then present tense. Ah, and positive. Yeah, and then you take the (laughs) but that's positive positive for me. I don't know, (laughs) not so much for the boss, but hope the boss isn't listening. (laughs) So then you take those letters, like you said, you remove all the uh, double letters and whatnot, and you come up with a number, and then that is oh, now that is fascinating. It's really cool. It's really neat. It's customized right down to the intention. I've never seen a sigil that's the same. She's never pulled out the same one. The herbs and they all look and. they all act different. Even if you use like some of the same colors, like a yellow candle, I did like a peach color and a red and something else, and it came out pink. And it's like that's what she needed. She needed the self love. She needed the pink. Yeah. So the candle constructed itself based off of all the properties that she picked out herself on her subconscious and how she was feeling deep down inside to make this candle. And it made this exact candle that she needed, like at that moment. You know, I, I get a sense that this is uh, there's a lot of creativity. And a lot of artistic um, elements involved in this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you don't have to be a creative, artistic person in order to to do witchcraft or, or to be uh, Wiccan. But definitely add some fun to it when you are a little bit artsy, I guess. Well, it's, all, it, it's customizable. It's customized down to you. So make it fun. Make it pretty. You know, you're sending out positive intentions. You're, yeah. you know, like make it yours. Right. And we want to emphasize that a lot of this is to promote to promote a positive energy yeah. and to make a, a, a just a, a better lifestyle. And her. as long as as long as your intention is pure, I feel like it manifests so much better. I mean, not to say that dark magic itself doesn't have its place um and it doesn't work, but you know, I prefer to be kind. You know, we prefer kindness and positivity over putting negativity out there. Like Robin said, you know, believing it's kind of come back three or seven times. Right. Um, so just a positive attitude can 
well, a huge difference. And I'm also noticing, too, quite a bit that um, after such a long, long, long pandemic that we all went through, it's almost like everybody kind of got reset being secluded for so long. Sure. So it's almost like people are being reintroduced. They're starting to kind of get more more. in touch with their roots and they're getting more curious and they're asking more questions, which is making other people more curious. Like, oh, that makes sense or, oh, that doesn't make sense. So it's like we've had a lot of time by ourselves to try to figure out who we are and where we need to go. So, yeah, we pretty much got reset after that pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. Okay, and now, of course, here we are talking about artistic, creative, and spiritual, and whatnot. So when I ask a question like, it's, is it affordable? Yes. Yes. Yes, very affordable. We and made so sure of that. We tried to make sure that all of our prices were within range so that people can purchase. Our herbs are really low-priced. Um, we try to keep our crystals low-priced. We have a point system, too. For every dollar you spend, you get a point. For every 100 points, you get $10 off. So essentially 10%. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. So, yeah. so we have great systems like that, and we oftentimes have deals going on. We have deals on our tarot decks right now, for example, and we we want to make it affordable. We want it to be something anybody and everybody can do. Um, so that's definitely important because if it's going to be expensive, so that only like you know the rich and fabulous can buy it. I mean, then what's the point? Well, and well that excludes me and Steve. <laughs> well, and well, even then, Steve's fabulous. I have a bunch of little witches that are just up and coming, right? So oh, yeah. I constantly give them like my books or journals or stuff like that, just to kind of keep them interesting, and then that way they don't have to spend anything and still educate themselves. Yeah, my little Make a Witch Foundation. Yeah, <laughs> little witches. <laughs> yeah. It almost sounds like a bad name. Um, okay, um, we're going to go to a quick break, and when we come back, I want to talk about there's Rupi and Jason and Mel and Tara. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the rest of my coven. <laughs> what should you do if you suspect the abuse of an elder? If you believe someone you know might be the victim of elder abuse, turn your concerns over to the professionals and let them investigate. Do not confront a suspected abuser yourself. Let the professionals determine if abuse is occurring. The Prince George Council of Seniors has a list of numbers you can call and websites you can visit for more information. Pick up the list at the Seniors Resource Center, the corner of 7th and Victoria, or call 250-564-9100. Lunch is on at the Elder Citizens Recreation Association. Open Monday through Friday, excluding holidays. Enjoy a nutritious and delicious meal at a great price. Stop by the center to pick up this month's menu, schedule, then dine in or order ahead for takeout. For more information, stop by or contact the center at 250-561-9381. That's lunch, now being served Monday through Friday from 1130 to 1 on 10th between Vancouver and and Winnipeg. Don't miss Always Pansy Klein, a heartfelt celebration of the legendary country songstress, November 24th to December 14th at Theatre Northwest. Based on the true story of Texas housewife Louise Seeger and her friendship with the singer, the musical features all of Patsy Cline's greatest hits, resulting in a down-home good time. Tickets are available at Studio 2880 and through TheaterNorthwest.com. Always Patsy Cline by Ted Swindley. November 24th to December 14th at Theatre Northwest in the Park Hill Centre. Forecast from Environment Canada, mainly sunny today, hazy this afternoon at a high of 19. Tonight, a few clouds, hazy this evening, a fog patches overnight, in the low of three, sunny on Friday and a high of 20. 
You're listening to After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. Again, we have Emma Jade Berry and Robin Bradley. This has been really fascinating. They are the co-owners of the Coven House. We've talked a little bit about Wicca, and we've talked a little bit about witchcraft, and we've talked about how they, um, they're different and how they diverge. But we're going to talk a little bit more about their business um, and some of the other services that they provide. Now, I understand that um, in my case it may not be relevant, but you have a hairdressing? Yes, we have Ruby. She is our hairstylist. She, she is, is phenomenal. Absolutely one of the best, for sure. She With does amazing blondes. Amazing blondes. Yes, you, I, you, you wrote to me and said that she specializes in blondes. Yes. <laughs> that girl can get somebody blonde and to their ideal shade of blonde so well. That woman, and without damaging hair. Like, it's crazy. That oh, woman pumps out Malibu Barbies all day long. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and you also have a tattoo parlor? Yeah. We have a tattoo artist, yep. Uh, Jason, he, again, phenomenal. Uh, he does such gorgeous work. 18 years experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did this little one on my face here. Oh, yes. Which is a hard one to do because he had to do it around a piercing and right. fine lines. He had an awesome flash day the other day. It was yes. wicked. It was so much fun. Uh, what's a flash day? Flash day, just um, small pieces that people walk in. And it's only supposed to be about a half an hour, but it was a little bit longer because he was like putting the work and the detail and the shading into it, which you don't really usually see. But he's trying to build up a clientele base right now. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um now, have, did, have you gotten a tattoo from Jason yet? Not yet, but I am on the list for sure. There's a big list. Have some on your hand. And my half well, of my body is matching covered. ones. Yeah. Oh. We got those ones right. done by Broken Roads. And the symbolism, the, uh, for people who can't see on radio, they're little lanterns, are they? Yeah, that's, that's so our When our we logo. shake hands. I see. Yeah, yeah it's, our, it's our logo from the store, so. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice the logo. I didn't see that on the front of the... I think it's on the front door, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, it is on the front door. It's all over the place. On our tumbles, our stickers, our shirts, our hats. And can I guess that it it means the... uh, Oh, I see. It's You're showing the way or... I don't know. It's just a cool design I made up. Yeah. Looked, I looked, liked looked it. Good. It looked awesome. Uh, it's so very gra- company. So, uh, Emma Jade, you're a graphic artist too. Uh, no, but I have designed most of our business cards just because it's something I enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And um, who runs the front desk? Mel. Well, we have Mel is our front desk. Um, she is our little Spitfire with. She's the- so cute. I love her. Her three different colored hairs. How everything matches with her piercings. She's yeah. so bubbly. And Anybody that walks in loves well. her. Yeah. But when she's not piercing, she's always at the front doing some sort of beautiful craft or talking to our customers and whatnot. She's. She's great to have in the store. Right, and I think it's called Dark Forest Modification. That's right, yeah. So it isn't just piercings. It's just piercings right now. Oh, it is just piercings right now. Yeah. Okay. And, and she can also get jewelry in for people. She so also makes jewelry, too. She she's makes, been wire wrapping quite yeah. a bit of necklaces She's been making earrings. a lot of jewelry, and yeah. then she also gets custom jewelry, like piercing jewelry, in as well. Oh, so I'm thinking when it comes to jewelry... Is there some collaboration between you and her and whatnot so that you could create a ring or a pendant or something for protection? Not really rings, but she makes pendants out of crystals. Okay. Um, So she does... uh, She didn't make that one, but she did the chain for this one. Okay. Um, Yeah, she's just always crafting something at the front desk. Okay, so you could... 
so somebody can walk in there with a custom. Yeah, absolutely. And say, hey, can Mel make a necklace for me? And then we try to come up with them. And we also carry, like, some of the highest piercing jewelry as well, too. Um, highest quality. Yeah. Highest quality piercing jewelry, too, as yeah, well. Totally. I think we're the only one with the anatomy metal. Or Ana- what? Anatomy I metal? never say it right. Anatomy metal. Ana- um, yeah, something like that. Anyway. You'd have to ask Mel. <laughs> ask oh. Mel. All right. Just come on down. Ask Mel. Yes. I when in no- doubt, ask Mel. <laughs> I have no idea what that is, anatomy metal. Um, and finally, um, you have Tara. Yeah, T-Bird Beauty. She does lashes, and she kills it every damn time. They are stunning lashes. So quick, too. So quick. Yeah. How do you fit everybody into that building? I've been there, and it just seems like a rather small we've got, space. Well, we've got the five rooms. So Tara has her room. Mel has her room that's quite a bit in the back. Um, and then Jason has a room. Rupi has a room. And then Robin and I bunk up and share a room. We but do everything together anyway. So. And it's nice because everybody's the best at what they do, so there's no competition. And we constantly just, like, boost each other up all the time. So it's like, we don't have hairdressers being catty. There's no drama there. We have no tattoo artist drama or anything like that. Yeah. Everybody's the best own, at what own, they do. Yeah, and they're their own businesses right we're not we're not employers of them we just rent out a room they're just attached to us but it's just the environment that we have we everyone gets along we all hit it off really well there's a cohesive energy for sure and one of the great things about having services like the hairdressing and the lashes especially um is that we get people from all different walks of life coming in so people who would not normally walk into a witchcraft store come in to see rupee or tara or mel or jason right right and they might not have a particular interest in in witchcraft but they see what's going on they see the spells robin's making at the front desk the crafts that um that mel's doing they see me doing tarot readings in the room and they're they like oh this is interesting and so they look through the books while they're getting their hair processed and stuff like that right so we almost get at that extra clientele because all of a sudden somebody who was had no interest in it before comes in and you know what this crystal's really pretty i'm just going to pick it up too so that's a great way to get more people introduced which was our big goal all along why we always wanted to have service providers is because we want people from all walks of life to be coming into the store right and i was going to ask you that what was your motivation i mean what is your what is your goal to having this store just Educating people and introducing it to people, I guess. Spreading metaphysical awareness and reminding people that at the end of the day, we are humans. It's not all about money and rat race. It's not. uh, It's not about that. It's just getting in touch with your roots and trying to figure out if that's actually a coincidence or if that's grandma from ten years ago just saying hi. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I mean, and it is a very positive vibe. I'll, I'll give you. I when when I went and visited the store. Definitely a very positive vibe. Now, you joked later, or you joked earlier about the people that work in the office as your coven. Yes. Now, uh, I'm interested in the coven. Uh, and what I understand is if you're a witch, you generally belong to a coven. That may not be exclusive, but in some cases that is true. And I'm kind of curious as how that works. I mean, is there an annual general meeting of the coven? Or do they meet every Tuesday at Tim Hortons? Or what does the coven we, do? We call ourselves the coven house, like Robin said earlier, as a safe space for, for anyone who sort of doesn't have a coven or isn't lear- is, needs, needs a little help 
or is learning or what have you. Um, f- as far as like us being a coven, we, we joke about us all being a coven. Jason doesn't attend our full moon rituals and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But which is but, probably wise. <laughs> <laughs> but but we we do try to do. Robin and I do quite a bit of spell work together um, outside of the shop, sort of thing. And and yeah, so we're. Yeah. We're all a coven in the sense we all share similar values and stuff okay. like that. But as far as doing rituals together, I wouldn't say all of us do all the rituals together. Not all of us, but you know, we are all we all practice in our own ways. Some of us more loud than others. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some of us will do their their quiet thing at night or some of us will be, you know, open about it and Okay. You know, naked in the moonlight. Naked in the moonlight. Ow. Well, there you go. Now, uh, which is interesting because it is October and, and Halloween is associated with witches and witchcraft. But for me, from what I understand, November 1st is more important when it comes to Wicca. Not necessarily. Around Halloween time is when the veil gets thinner. So the veil between our dimension and the spirit dimension, right? So right. I I find an increase in tarot readings and divination work in general um, because that veil is so thin. So um, it's definitely easier, I would say, to do spell work yeah. and stuff like that definitely. around this time of year as the veil gets thinner because we, especially for us who are already so connected, are even more connected. You know extra what I mean? Charged. Yeah, yeah, extra charge. Okay, sure. I got to go to a quick break, but we're, I want to discuss this a little bit more. <laughs> Your Prince George Kodiak's football club is ready to celebrate as they complete their inaugural season Saturday at Massage Place Stadium. Don't miss All-Stars Will St. Hubert and Keon Raymond II as they and the rest of your Kodiaks take on the league-leading Okanagan Suns. Gates open at 5 with kickoff at 7 for this season finale. Tickets are available online at ticketsnorth.ca and at the gate. Your Prince George Kodiaks and the Okanagan Suns, 7 o'clock Saturday night at Massage Place Stadium. The North Central Seniors Association has regular activities in the basement of the College Heights Baptist Church. Featuring yoga, photo club and cards on Mondays, Tai Chi and pool on Wednesdays. They also have monthly breakfast club meetings at Delano's and a weekly coffee social at Tim Hortons, not to mention special events each Saturday. It's a great way to hang out with friends old and new. Full details are available on their website, ncsapg.bravehost.com. The North Central Seniors Association, 5401 Moriarty Crescent. You asked, and Two Rivers Gallery is pleased to deliver. Creative Space Sundays are back every week at Two Rivers Gallery. From pipe cleaner sculptures to styrofoam prints, be sure to drop in every Sunday for an artful afternoon and let your creativity soar with a new activity each week. Free for members with no registration necessary. Creative Space Sundays from 1 to 4 every Sunday at Two Rivers Gallery, where creativity flows in Canada Games Plaza. The Alzheimer's Society of BC is continuing their online education, offering small group information workshops facilitated to provide opportunities for live discussion. Don't miss Making Activities Dementia Inclusive this afternoon from 2 to 3.30 for caregivers and people living with dementia. To register, call the First Link Dementia Helpline at 1-800-936-6033. Sessions are free to attend. Making Activities Dementia Inclusive, Thursday from 2 to 3.30 through alzbc.org. Keeping you up to date on current news and events in and around Prince George. This is After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. All right, it's been a pretty fascinating uh, 50 minutes, 52 minutes so far. I'm here with Emma Jade Berry and 
Robin Bradley from the Coven House, and we've been discussing witchcraft and Wicca. And again, I want to reiterate, you know, it's a very positive thing. It's It doesn't conflict with your religious beliefs. It's something that uh, uh, has a holistic meaning to it, and it's really just be in touch with nature and to uh, delve into those, you know, mysterious secrets of the universe that, you know, maybe your day-to-day life doesn't touch on. I actually know a couple Christian witches, so they practice both their Christianity religion as well as practice witchcraft, so it's interesting to see that. We even have Jesus tarot decks. Quick, come down before the supplies run out, guys. No kidding. (laughs) I don't see a conflict there, to be honest. No, and I, I don't necessarily see one either. I... I got my mom a set of the the Jesus tarot or oracle decks. <laughs> I can't even read now. It's awesome. So uh, during the break, you were talking about there's an event coming up. Yeah. So well, so there's just the the Wiccan holiday or pagan holidays. Pagan holiday. Uh, Sewin, which is actually spelt Samhain. Right. But as pronounced, or it's spelled that it's way. Heen. H e i n. H a i n. H a i n. Yeah. Oh, Samhain. But it's uh, it's spelled or. Pronounced Sewin, and that's basically Halloween, right? right? The Halloween festivities. Um, like I said, I'm not super practiced in Wicca, so I don't do all of the celebration and the bread breaking and all that sort of stuff per I don't se. Like either. But um, but we definitely celebrate Halloween, obviously, and sure. we we celebrate that veil being thinner between our you know our state and the other state, our realm and the other realm. Yeah. So that's definitely something I get an increase in tarot readings around that time for sure. Definitely. And uh, we actually are hoping to have our special themed kits available soon for Halloween, which will have special goodies. Don't tell them. It's a secret. But they'll be hopefully ready very soon for people to celebrate this wonderful season. Do you, do you find that around October things get a little bit busier? Well, we weren't open last October. This is our first oh, I October, guess. So yeah, I guess. I'm excited. It's like Christmas every day. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely see what's in store. I hope. I hope so. I hope people take this opportunity because it's a great opportunity to learn because the powers are so strong right now. Uh, so it would definitely be a great place for people to start. So I definitely hope to see a lot of people in the store. I mean, we do have a lot of people in the store regularly anyways. Oh, that's so. good. You have a good clientele. Oh, definitely have regular. We have consistent. Amazing clientele, amazing regulars, um, amazing people who support us from not just Prince George, but Burns Lake, Fraser Lake, Vanderhoof. We have Pernell. people from all over BC come. Uh, we had that couple from Trail come in yesterday. Yeah. That was a nice one. So lots. We get people from all over the place. We were actually closed one day. Because we were doing renos, and this family came in, and they were, were they from Calgary? Yeah. And something they like drove, that. They drove here in a they store. They drove here, like that, and yeah. so they're like, we really want to check out the store. And we're like, all right, come on in. And there's, like, drywall everywhere. And I like, just to like, step around just, the stuff. Yeah. Just step, step around, around the letter. Don't go under it. So that's a good question. Are there equivalents in other major cities? No. Um, I, well, kind of. Stores, yeah. There's yeah. definitely other stores. Right. Um. I think we're unique in what we offer, um, especially with Robin Sigil Candles and with, you know, with us having the service providers, with my custom spell work. I think we offer something a little extra intentional, a little extra customizable. So while there are other witchcraft supply stores, 
um, okay. in different different cities, different provinces as well. There's, I haven't seen something like what we offer as no. far as the custom work. And yeah. we try to accommodate to everybody and their beliefs and stuff like that the best that we can. Like, I've had some interesting people like Druids come in, oh. and I've had... And it's like, that's a whole different type of witchcraft type deal yeah. where it's more like... totally. And they have their, that they do, and then, you know, there's so many different types of people and witches, and we try to customize to everybody. everybody. Okay. With a smile on our face. Last couple of minutes, uh, if there's something you want to share, share it. I'm curious as to what inspires you. I know that sounds like an I think open each book. other. We inspire each other a lot of times. Um, and just the world around us, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. We've always liked making a difference in people's lives, and now we just have, like, a location where we can do it. People come in and, you know, even just walking in, just, like, even just walk into the shop. Just walk in and tell me you don't feel better. Tell me you don't feel the charge space. Tell me you don't want to just hang out there, grab a a chair. Like, I've had, I I had a girl come in. She was upset. She didn't want to talk about anything, but I could feel her energy. I knew that she was Mm -hmm. upset about something, and I just walked up, and I gave her a big hug, and that's all she needed. Yeah. That's all she needed. Yeah. We just were a safe space, and that inspires us to keep going and to keep pushing because we don't want anyone to ever feel the way we have where we're in the broom closet. You know what I mean? Right. We want people to feel comfortable feel comfortable and have that interesting you said broom closet (laughs) (laughs) not the closet (laughs) so uh, do you have any ambitions to expand is there anything on the horizon that you're thinking open other stores (laughs) we need to expand we're running out of space so bad yeah we need (laughs) we need to get a different location eventually Eventually, just for the stuff we have in our store Um, but I would definitely love to see us expand into other cities one day um and that sort of thing but but right now i think we're happy being in our home in prince george and serving our community and the right. communities around us okay yep all right that's it for us i guess um i, I this was interesting I, I you know i was kind of excited i know it's kind of the halloween theme but uh um, I, uh, we have this opportunity on community radio to, to talk to all members of the community, including witches. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. You know, and to try and get rid of those stereotypes, that negativity, that, you know, the pointed hat, the uh, cat riding on a broom thing. We're like the good witches from Wizard of Oz. There I you promise go. we don't have green skin. Oh, um, can you maybe uh, give us your address so people can find you? 193 Quebec Street. 193 Quebec Street. Yes, it's like a brown building with black trim, and it sits right on the wall of the Coven House. And you're open Monday? 10, uh, 10 to 6, Monday to Saturday, except Fridays we're open till 7. All right. All right, thank you for listening, and uh, hope to have you tune in tomorrow. After 9 is a weekday presentation of CFISFM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Eric Allen, Kylie Lewis-Holt, Trudy Clausen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair, with technical assistance from Stephen Smith. Theme music is by The Ebbs. For a rebroadcast of today's program, check out the podcast link at cfisfm.ca. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email cfisfm at yahoo.ca. This is Community Radio 93.1 CFISFM. Proudly supported by Prince George businesses like Copar Administration.